Hello, I'm Athena and welcome back to the Quarantine Podcast. This week, special guest is nobody. <laughs> um, yeah, this is going to be a solo episode. I try to have solo episodes every month or every four guests, then I have a solo episode. So um, if you haven't seen the episodes before for this four, please go watch it. Um, <laughs> I about to say before, but I, I didn't. Um, to me fours. So we had Alexander, um, we had Rodney, Jed, and Mike. So go watch those, check them out. Um, but if you've already started this one and you haven't seen the other ones, just you might as well finish it. So um, this week is just a solo episode. Um, be fun, as I just said. So two questions I ask every guest that I'm going to be asking myself or just talking about is, um, first question, my screen time. So um, let's just do one for today and uh, one for the week. All right, so today is uh, Sunday, October 4th. It's five o'clock right now, 5.01 to be exact. Um, for today, it's only been an hour and 31 minutes. TikTok for 15 minutes, Instagram for 15 minutes. And um, hmm, hour and 30, crazy, 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 crazy. Normally it's much higher than this. I think it's because my Instagram wasn't really working today. Um, and I was, you know, so interesting for the week, the daily average, one hour and 31 minutes. Oh, maybe because today's Sunday. <laughs> yeah, so it's 56% down from last week, which is, wow. <laughs> All right, um, another thing that I have that I do for every guest is TV show recommendations. So this week, um, I watched Teenage Bounty Hunters. It's on Netflix, go check it out. It's about these two twins who are teenagers and they're bounty hunters. It, it's really good, it's really quirky and unique. I don't really know what else to describe it as, but it's really funny. Um, just go check it out, <laughs> um, yeah. So what are we gonna talk about this week? Well, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. If you've seen the thumbnail, um, I'm just kind of talking about my vocal journey so far. Um, I'll get into that a little bit later, but also what I use this podcast for is to kind of maybe look back on the future, maybe in like 10 years time when this whole entire COVID thing is over, you, you hear the word, you're not like, <gasps> you know, you don't think, I mean, no one's overreactions like that right now, but, um, you know, we all, we hear about COVID a lot. So, um, but just a couple of things in the news this week, um, on Tuesday, there's a debate between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Um, I don't really want to talk about it that much, but it did indeed sound like an Among Us meeting. <laughs> Just a lot of mess. Um, uh, orange is kind of sus, that's all I'm saying. Vote him out. Um, okay, so another thing in the news that um, is crazy, Trump got COVID and, <laughs> oh God, isn't it ironic? That's a quote from Alanis Morissette. Um, not, I don't really like talking about politics on this show, but I mean, that is pretty eventful news. I think it's just good, good to talk about and mention. Um, also, SNL is back. Woo! Um, got back yesterday, because Saturday Night Live, today's Sunday. Yeah, I watched it. I didn't watch it live. Um, what was I doing yesterday? I was playing Among Us <laughs> and procrastinating homework. That's what I'm doing also right now. Um, so yeah, SNL is back. Um, check out SNL. If you don't know what it is, please go check it out. Like, what? Um, I really like SNL. One of my dreams, I have many dreams, is to be on SNL. Either as a writer or performer, maybe both. 
be the next Tina Fey. <laughs> um, or Colin Jost, if, if you don't know the, the other group. Okay. Um, so, yeah. A little update about that. All right. The next thing, a little news from, from me is that a little bit of cat update, <laughs> like weekend update, but cat update. So if you haven't seen the other solo episode or you don't follow me on Instagram, go follow me on Instagram at Athena Rethis. Um, or like you just somehow don't check up on me, it's fine. <laughs> I have two cats, two little kittens, two little Siamese cats, both girls, Luna and Selena. They're about five, six months now. We've had them since June, July, um, August. I don't know. I think we've had them for like almost two, three months. Could be a little bit wrong on those dates. I don't really know. Um, and they're really scared cats. They're really timid cats. Um, I can't really pick them up. If I did, you would see them, but I, or hear them if you're listening to this, the audio version. Um, so yeah, they're really timid. I can't even pick them up. Can't really pet them. They just run away. And I don't know what I did to them. Um, but I've been trying to talk to them a lot. And it was crazy for me to talk to a cat, but they needed to know their names. And Luna, the one with the black paws, I'll tell you know the difference. She knows her name, kind of. I've been saying Luna and she's like, huh, huh? <laughs> she, she understands it, which is great, good progress. I try to play with them every day. They don't really like when I do that, but that's the whole point. You gotta get them socialized. So yeah. Another thing with me, school. Oh God, where do I begin? <laughs> Um, I'm taking like six classes right now, uh, five in a lab, so six. Um, that's been fine, you know, it's whatever. I've been procrastinating a lot. I think in the beginning, I tried to do like nine to five, Q, Dolly Parton. Um, Dolly Parton, oh my God, my brain is dying, I'm sorry. <laughs> I had a weird dream um, about Hunger Games X, like, like Christmas combined. I don't really want to get into it. It's really a political dream, which is crazy. Um, it's really stupid too. So political, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, but basically where I live, not gonna say where, but in my dream where I lived was like the safe area for people who were like escaping the government and the government was pretty mad even though they could have just like taken us. They just didn't, so they used mind games on us. Anyway, I live kind of near, um, trains or at least I live closer to the trains than I do now and they basically just sent a bunch of trains after us um <laughs> and I woke up to kind of just you know like Katniss it was kind of like um a symbol for I think district 11 district 12 it's been a while since I've seen that or you haven't read I think I read the first book but um since, um, you know, she became kind of like a symbol of like freedom. And I kind of became that in my dream because a candy cane was a new symbol of like rebellion because it was around Christmas time. And it was really weird because like, like I'm Christian, but like everyone else, we didn't really celebrate it. It was just like they sent also like Christmas themed troops at us. And we just see houses getting like taken down, but they all have the lights up. So it wasn't that threatening, but creepy. I woke up to just <laughs> saying, try and get me. And then just, you see a bunch of just Christmas themed soldiers coming at me. So I woke up, I was very scared. 
and concerned for my well-being, but I woke up. So <laughs> sorry, I go on tangents a lot. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, school has been okay. I've been procrastinating a lot. It's Sunday at five. I have a meeting at 6.30 to finish recording this podcast, and I still have like an hour of work to do after. Um, I noticed that my time management skills have been getting better and worse. Like I scheduled in to do homework, but then I have like a bunch of meetings. I just don't really say no to things. I always just go be like, yeah, I could be going to this meeting and doing my homework. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I can do multitasking. Um, indeed, Friday, I was on two meetings at once. Chaotic, don't do it. You're wondering how I did it. Meeting here and meeting here on my iPad. It was crazy because I could obviously tell I was in another meeting and it was really awkward because like one time I had a mute for this one and this one's going and I was like, turn it down, turn it down. It didn't work, but now I know what to do. Put headphones on your second meeting they don't really have to talk at. You can have your video off, but I, don't, I find that rude. So I don't have it off. Because um, people, we're humans, we connect with other humans. So I think it's just nice to have your video on and no one cares what you look like, only you do. Um, yeah, it's really present because I'm staring at myself right now and normally like other podcast styles without using Zoom, you wouldn't be staring at yourself. So I'm not like constantly fixing my hair or, or whatever. But like now I feel really insecure about it. Just a second because I mentioned it. <sighs> um, so yeah, um, school has been fine. Big news. <laughs> Yesterday was October 3rd. Mean Girls Day, if you, if you don't know that reference, um, you should. Tina Fey is great. Um, yes, I do indeed like Tina Fey a lot. I was about to say love, but that's, I don't like saying love unless I know the person. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yesterday was October 3rd. My Instagram wasn't working yesterday, which was good and bad. I was gonna post a photo for October 3rd for Mean Girls Day, because sometimes I do. Um, then I realized it's kind of stupid, but like, Mm, what else is going on? And then my Instagram wasn't working for me, so I just didn't, and I felt fine about it. I watched a live stream with Erica Hennington, Taylor Louderman, Kit Rockwell, and Gray Henson. Um, it was really great. Then <laughs> I shot to Raya for sending that to me. I wouldn't have found it um, <laughs> by myself, or maybe I could, but thank you for sending it to me. Um, maybe I'll put it down in the description if you want to check that out, even though it's October 4th or maybe 5th or 6th or whenever when you're listening to this, you should go check it out. Um, so kind of just expose myself there. I am a huge musical theater fan, not huge. As, I don't know that much. I kind of mainly know the Tumblr musicals, but I'm trying to learn more. So um, if you have any musicals you want me to check out, please leave it down below. Um, yeah. So why do I mention Broadway? What does that have to do with this week? Well, singing. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, um, I've been starting to take singing lessons. It's uh, only been a month now, a little bit more than a month. Um, and this episode's kind of just gonna be about my vocal journey so far. I know it's so small and, and so whatever, but I've honestly been learning a lot. And um, kind of this episode is for anyone who wants to start singing or just wants to know what it's about or has been singing and can leave me tips, please, <laughs> um, in the comments or something. Also, email me, email me, good time to plug, at athenareadthispodcasts at gmail.com. Please email me. If you don't want to spell that, oh gosh. <laughs> it's A-T-H-E-N-A-R-E-T-H-I-S. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S. 
at gmail.com. Also in the description if you don't want to remember that. <laughs> okay, um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm starting singing lessons. It's fun, it's interesting. Uh, no, I will not sing on this podcast because <laughs> I did not warm up today and I'm very insecure about singing. I'll get into that. I think it's, I think singing and everything you kind of do is really a mental game. Not everything you do, <laughs> I mean, but I think a lot of things that are new and challenging, they are really draining mentally. You just gotta get over it. Something's just gotta click in your head. Um, bring this mic forward. <laughs> I feel like I've been quiet the whole entire time. So I don't know, um, trying to speak louder, but also not, cause I do have something at six that I need my voice for. Um, so kind of my journey with singing, I wanted to do, when I was younger, I think we all dreamt of either being a princess or, or like stuff like that. I mean, I didn't, I think being a princess is like the easiest job. Could be wrong though. I think maybe TikToker, but I don't know. No, no hate, no. <laughs> um, but, and you know, so I was younger, kind of the two main dreams I had was an archeologist <laughs> and a singer. Um, two contrasting sides, you can see left and right brain really present in me. Um, and that kind of continued, not that exact dream, but um, c- kind of like the two composing, two con- mm, juxtaposition between the two, like a big word, um, between like my two directions that I want to go in. So just um, archeologist, kind of just brief, because um, I lived near the train tracks kind of. And you know, I just like rocks. So yeah, you're thinking geologist. I didn't know that, okay? All I knew was archeologist from, I think it was Sisterhood of the Travel Traveling Pants, second one. So that's all I knew. I saw Blake Lively play soccer and do um, archeology. span And I was like, goals. Then the other girl went to Greece. That's, I mean, I'm Greek. So the movie was, they, those movies are great. Go check out Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I thought of something, but never mind. Um, <laughs> about how great would it be if I was in Sister of the Traveling Pants number three? Please do it. And I gave you the idea. So cast me in it. Anyway, um, so about singing, you know, I think any, every time when I was younger in the car with my dad, I would always be singing, you know, just vibing, singing. Thought, oh my God, I could be a singer. So then I, I had neighbors, Seth Morin, shout out to you. I have not talked to you in years, but um, we used to kind of come over, like we used to go over to each other's houses and like write music sometimes. And I thought, oh my God, it'd be great if we were in a band. And I never sang, never played an instrument really. I mean, the guitar piano was just around, but I never really got into it. But I started writing songs and the way to describe it is like pop and rap mixed. Oof. <laughs> I, I vividly remember two songs and I am not going to pull them out now, but it was in this journal. This is my songwriting journal, but my mom threw away the pages because this was hers. Then I got mad at her for throwing it away. Um, yeah, then I turned it into a diary, a songwriting diary, but now it's empty. This is diary on the inside and, that, and that's it. I wanted to turn that into like my joke writing thing, but I don't really write that many jokes, so. Anyway, um, you know, you just kind of want to do everything when you're a kid and when you're an adult like me. Oh my God, I'm an adult. But anyway, that was kind of just my 
brief introduction to my singing is um, I would sing with, along with the radio and my dad told me I was good. So that, that didn't really help me at all. I, I just I gave up on that dream because I did choir after that um, in fifth grade to eighth grade. Wasn't that good, you know, just did choir because I did everything, you know. Why not also do choir? Thought it would get me into high school. Didn't matter, but still do choir. Choir is a good one to like learn things. I guess. Anyway, that was kind of that. Um, I didn't do singing at all after choir, the like freshman year, sophomore year. Didn't do any singing. Junior year, I did. I got into plays and like theater sophomore year. Kind of freshman year, just hanging out in the theater, but I didn't do any shows. So I was too scared. Um, sophomore year, I did. Um, it's a Wonderful Life. That was great. Wait, to sing at the end. That was the worst part, the ending. Even though It's Wonderful Life was like the best part for people. I hated singing at the end. It was just mean singing did not exist. I never really sang, except for like when my parents would like leave the car and I could play music on my phone. And I'm like, the thing about me is that I'm never really home. This whole entire pandemic has been a huge shift. I'm never really home, but now I'm always home. Huge 180. Um, so yeah. I never really sang, didn't even sing the shower. I thought that was cheesy and quirky and stupid. So I never did that. Um, no shame if you do, it's just my thoughts back then. Um, and I don't sing the shower now either, which I probably should. Try a couple times, but normally in the shower, I just think about things, you know, shower thoughts, or I'm like rushing because I'm late <laughs> or gonna be late. Or my mom's yelling at me because she thinks we're gonna be late even though it's like an hour away or an hour until we have to be there like five minutes you get it yeah um i did fiddle on the roof which is oh no i'm sorry i did musical um or just the ensemble and did fiddle on the roof just the ensemble and like the singing auditions i always dreaded i was like do i really have to you guys just know i can't sing so what's the point but of course you have to and that was honestly the worst <laughs> thing ever i didn't mind the dancing or acting auditions i really didn't care um but singing once I absolutely dread I almost dropped I didn't almost drop out I was just thinking about it, just toying with the idea in my head being like I don't want to sing I'm doing a musical why am I here but of course like I had friends in the musical and whatever and I was like what else are you doing you know <laughs> just try try it did it got ensemble book years that was fine and then last year um <laughs> so my freshman year um I didn't really do any singing either don't really sing um I probably sing like once one song a week, if that, last year. Mind you, I'm never home. Um, there's no need for me to sing. I went to karaoke once on Hamburger Mary's. Um, sang Rude, wasn't that good. Got me really in my head about everything that day. Um, and then I thought, you know what? Maybe I should try and sing. Then I was like, and I almost went to like a free singing workshop at my school. Didn't end up going because I totally forgot. And I thought like, yeah, I'll go in singing after college. Cause kind of my whole idea or philosophy on college for me, philosophy is a big word. Just kind of learn, <laughs> graduate, um, and then kind of, you know, after college, life, I hear life kind of slows down a bit. But for me, I wanted to maybe save up my money. I'd be making college with the, some what odd job, not odd jobs, just, you know, working, at like, you know, photographer, maybe not that at the beginning, but like a camp counselor was what I was going to do. And then maybe working at like 
the games room or something or like you know just doing with the cash register and e easy simple stuff maybe working at the gym I was just like a cleaner of, of, of whatever the heck I don't know I obviously didn't get the job or I didn't even apply because I mean COVID um yeah so kind of just save up my money then for everything I wanted to do after college because in college I, I mainly try to focus like school first um, <laughs> but I'm not procrastinating on it, obviously. Um, but then I got a weird opportunity, not a weird opportunity, an amazing opportunity to focus on my singing or at least give singing a shot. Um, my, one of my friends from theater did, uh, was part of this other theater company that now I am I'm part of really. And they were doing a free five day vocal workout class. And I decided to take it because I was like, why not? It's free. <laughs> and it was free, which is great. It was five day. And um, I'm not sure if I can say where it is, but I'm, I'm going to say it. Born to Perform, go check it out. It's a great, great studio. I really love it. Um, and I'm not even like in the whole musical theater, like boot camp or whatever. I'm just legit taking singing lessons, which is great <laughs> um because I'm really insecure about it and you never really sing I don't really know anything I'm I just watch vocal coaches like react to stuff and I got into musical theater not too long ago just like two years ago three years ago now kind of yeah I'm really into it still learning a lot about it um you know kind of just all swept in all the feelings about musical theater all right um so some of the notes I have when we reading my purple notebook that I have um, about some of the stuff I learned. I think it would be good to just talk about it. Um, so how to make the biggest improvement is to practice every day. And that was the first thing I learned. And I was like, wow, oh, okay, this is a commitment. Dang, I really want to do this. I almost didn't even show up because I felt so insecure about it because I don't sing. And I thought like, oh gosh, we're going to be unmuted. Everyone's going to make fun of me. It's not like that at all, thank God. But my insecurities almost made me not go when I like wedged it out the time for it. And then my friend, um, Rhea and Alexander um, convinced me to go. So you know who Alexander is. So he, he kind of helped me, Tim Rhea. I don't really know who Rhea is, but shout out to her. Um, so yeah, then I'm not gonna say every single thing because <laughs> I mean, this is the free five day thing um, that I'm gonna be mainly giving notes from, but also talking about my own vocal, like, hardship I'm working through. So practice every day. And honestly, what I started doing after this is to do, just look up vocal workout, the 10 minute Jacob Vocal Academy. I started doing that for like two weeks straight. Just every day, just do warm ups. Cause mind you, you don't really sing songs that much, but the warm ups really helped. And it really made me not so insecure. Just singing like, ah, uh, you sound so stupid. I, I feel stupid if I rewatch this, um, but you know, what can you do? It just kind of just helps you be okay with singing out loud. I mean, it sounds so stupid, like, yeah, singing, you're, you're singing out loud. But sometimes you don't process that and other people have ears and you're like, oh God, you know, it's really, singing is really vulnerable. So there's like 10 weaknesses, 10 most common challenges for performers. If you want to know that, then sign up for the studio. But um, sorry, I don't really want to give um, all this away. You might sue me or whatever. I don't know how that works. Probably not, but um, I'm going to be saying like the ones that are, are like most common for me, which is like all of them, uh, but um, like posture is bad. Like right now I'm kind of slouching. So I have to sit up usually when I'm singing and that's bad. Then poor breath support. I don't think I know how to breathe right. 
Um, so poor tone quality, like you just don't, like you're not tone deaf, tone laziness. I thought I was tone deaf for, for like a while. Just like, you know, you don't really know <laughs> too much. And um, limited range, uh, yeah, I can't really sing that low. I'm, I'm a soprano, which is interesting because I really was told I was also for years. Messes me, huh? It really messes me. Because I don't know, but I sing, I sound really high when I speak, but I think it's really low. So I'm really confused. Um, okay, lack of flexibility and agility. Yeah, it's me, you don't, it, you just do scales for that. Um, poor articulation, that is me. <laughs> I go to another voice thing, kind of. No, I do, I go to another voice class. Um, but like it's mainly mainly on diction and it's an acting like voice class like it, it, it it's interesting <laughs> i really like that one too and that one you do you do articulation a lot it's an acting class basically but a voice same same difference okay it's an acting voice whatever we focus more on articulation for me at least but that's what we do um lack of discipline yeah you just need to practice um Poor self-image, uh, lack of confidence. That was me. Another thing is like poor vocal health, and like I have that. I don't, you know, I eat cheese. I don't really drink coffee that much, but I do have, I do have like pizza and whatever. So, but that one isn't the main thing for me. I think. Um, well, the other ones I mentioned is. Um, so yeah. Um, you got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, which is really interesting. I'm just reading off my notes. This is like nothing coming from my head. This is just the notes from like professionals. <laughs> We're a professional right now. Um, ba, ba, ba. Yeah. So I have more notes. I'm going to be turning the page here. Um, so that was what I kind of learned in day one. Obviously more stuff than that. More tillage in my voice. But those are kind of just what I learned in the beginning. Hopefully you're learning something from this. Um, so a big thing that I, I got, I'll explain it later, but like straws, like vocal straws, just to help you with flexibility, uh, your vocal range, flexibility, agility, I don't truly know. I mean, I'm only one month in. Um, so, <laughs> but when you're going up from your chest voice to your head voice, it should change. I didn't know that. Like, I, I mean, like, I was obviously told that, like, it should change, but you kind of, for me, I like when I was growing up, I'll give you an example because it's hard to, sorry. Okay, that's not that good, but you get it. Like when you're just blowing into a straw and you're going from your chest to head voice, it should change. Like you should like feel like you just like hiccup, just not maybe not hiccup, but like it just changed for you. And it, I can be very vulnerable and I never really changed. I kind of just like didn't want it to change, so I was just clenching my throat, not clenching my throat, just like tightening my throat to make it sound the same, which isn't good. Um, so yeah. Um, kind of when I learned day two, that isn't just a repeat from day one. Um, all right. Um, I don't really want to give those tips away. <laughs> um, so, Okay, so another thing is don't like taking lessons and then expect in like a month you become like a Broadway star. Um, <laughs> that's a really good tip. Just focus on the small things first, which is really great. Um, so yeah, um, 
kind of for me, what I want to do with singing, which I think is interesting to kind of think of it as in seasons um, or, or months, <laughs> only one month into it, but I think I learned a lot and hopefully I'll grow um, and learn a lot more. This is why I'm making this podcast to kind of look back on and be like, oh, I should be singing more. I want to do this. I should do it. <laughs> Just do it. Um, Nike did not sponsor me to say that. I wish, but they didn't. Yeah, so... <laughs> So what do I want to do with singing? What do I really want to do? I think everyone kind of wants to be on Broadway. I don't think necessarily everybody, but like since I'm really into Broadway now, I kind of would maybe want to. I don't think I have the talent really for it yet. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of just getting started and growing into my voice, which will probably take a lot more years. But Broadway, that sounds scary and exciting at the same time. Um, but, you know, I mean, that's everyone's kind of ultimate goal, but kind of like my short-term goal <laughs> is to kind of just do theater on the side. Like I'm ma majoring in screenwriting, um, minoring in theater, acting slash directing. I'm not majoring in musical theater or minoring in musical theater. I was thinking about it, changing it every day, but like, <laughs> I don't think I am because that's so much work and I really like film. Um, even though I don't talk about it that much, I really do like it. Also, um, there's a famous quote, I forget by who, but um, theater is my wife, but the films is my mistress. Kind of what it's saying is that films kind of, oh, I'm not going to go that way or the direct way he's kind of inferring, but kind of more films gives you money, but theater makes you better. I think someone else said that quote. Um, I forgot who, gosh, I'm bad at that. But that's completely true. I, I feel so bad because like theater is a big passion for me and passion for everybody and people are legit unemployed right now because COVID. Um, but you know, theater is, is, is great. I love it, but films do make more money. And as an artist, you will have to be frugal and live like an, 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 uh, a scary life, not really just like an unknown life, you, you know, you don't really know what's to come next. I don't really know how to describe that. Like everything's kind of TBD <laughs> um, or, or like, you know, I don't really know what I'm saying, but I hope you understand kind of what the point I'm going for is that like in, being an artist, you have to really be okay with not working at certain times or like sometimes an opportunity may not come for a little while and you have to be okay and, and settle with that and kind of have a side job or something. Um, I think films are very, I'm not in it for the money. It sounds like I am, but I really like films and, and everything. I think especially, I think in a lot of things, you go to the movies or, or theater or like shows, or read a book and you just come out, come out of it feeling a certain way. Like you're ready to take on the world again. And I really feel that way a lot when watching movies and of course theater as well. And also reading books sometimes, not always, not like school books, but um, you know, so that's kind of what I hope to do. And also, I think it's really important, especially with, with um, movies to um, like kind of, it reflects the society that we're in. And I want to bring more people who haven't been represented on screen and, and, and help them, you know? And <laughs> I mean, we've kind of only seen movies from like one narrative, straight white men. Not, don't, don't hate me. I mean, it's true. Like if you think about it historically, you can't really argue with me necessarily, at least in the States, okay? I'm not trying to <laughs> call anyone out or anything. It's just, you know, we need more representation. We need to do much better. <laughs> I was to say better, but we need to do much better. It's 2020, my guys, come on, come on.
you know, so kind of my plan, my hope, my hope plan, <laughs> wish um, is to kind of help with that and bring stories that aren't really um, like seen that much to the screen or at least like things, stories that need to be on, stories that need to be seen and heard on, on screen. Hope that makes sense. <laughs> that's kind of what I want to do on a write and, and just tell like stories, basically. I think that's what all artists do. Um, yeah. Um, so a little bit more of the, of some tips is I started a vocal journal. I really started doing that. That has been fun. So um, yeah, and another tip is that learning never stops. I'm, I think in like 10 years time, people are gonna be like, oh, what do you wanna do? What do you wanna be? Whatever, whatever. Um, honestly, call myself a student. That sounds pretentious to call myself a student, but honestly, I learned this in films as well, is that you don't really necessarily wanna be the smartest person in the room. Um, <laughs> you mainly wanna be listening in and, and hearing what people say so you can learn from them. Like a great director isn't the smartest person in the room. They hire the smartest people and work with them. You're not, you're supposed to know a little bit about everything, um, but you're not supposed to tell people what to do, what, they're, what they should be doing if it's their job. Your goal as a director is to make sure everything runs smoothly. And I mean a lot more than that, but kind of just breaking it down, <laughs> make sure everything runs smoothly and you're kind of like the person, you're the leader, not the boss. You're just pulling them to the end line, to the end line finish line, not yelling at them to do it, you know? Hopefully I live by that mentality. I mean, things can change. I might get canceled from this podcast. Not this, maybe not this episode, but probably this episode or maybe all the episodes. I don't know, cancel culture is toxic. I think it's good people to get canceled that need to be canceled, but not everybody. You know, an eye for an eye makes a little blind. All right, um, just some more like, um, voice class stuff, you know, I've just, I honestly think that, um, I mean, I'm obviously not a vocal coach, so I can't be telling you everything, and I am kind of telling you some stuff that I've learned over the month and such. Um, I'm trying to find more stuff. Vocal journal, I think, is really important, and if you don't know what that is, I'll tell you. Um, yeah. So, sorry, I'm like looking through my notes, <laughs> but um, gosh, what's really tough for me is like lifting the soft palate and kind of just singing. <laughs> that's like the hard, part. that sounds stupid, but um, I'm really in my throat a lot, which just sucks, but I mean, it is what it is, you know? Um, <laughs> I think honestly, what was interesting about the five day class that I took um, five, five day, yeah, five day vocal workout class. It was really fun. I um, really recommend it to, um, I mean, it's over, so you can't really do it, but, um, sorry, <laughs> um, that you should just go for it. You should really be okay with being, com you should really try and be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. I already said that, but honestly, um, what was so great is that I, I don't know, I guess I had really good luck <laughs> this whole week because I did put myself through something that I would never thought I'd be doing. And I won a pair of singing straws that will focus, there you go. I just see three straws. 
that you can like sing and you just, you know, I'm not gonna do it because I feel like it's annoying. Um, but I honestly learned a lot from just using singing straws. I never like thought a straw can be like an instrument or like just a tool to use for, um, sorry, I'm typing my dogs are barking. A lot of things are happening. I don't know if you can hear them or hear me typing, but um, anyway, um, a singing straw is like really helpful. So you should get it or even get like a normal straw. Like you don't have to pay money for it. I think we got it for free. And um, with the five day class, I actually won a free month. And that's kind of like why I'm doing this because I won the free month. And, and it's kind of what I'm talking about now is I learned, so it was two hours a week, a little bit more than that because we all done a monthly a lesson with another vocal coach and um, a monthly song selection like class, which was fun and great. And I love musical theater, love talking about musical theater. So um, I never have really done that, alone singing for an hour each week, but two hours each week, crazy. But I've honestly learned so much. I mean, you kind of heard what I learned, but more pertaining to my own voice and I wrote it down most of it. Or I tried to start a vocal journal. Um, Okay, so another thing to just, um, one thing that I kind of um, do in my life is to, I, people, successful people leave breadcrumbs bread crumbs behind. They leave steps behind if you like know what they, that's kind of, kind of creepy, like looking up people and seeing like how they made it. But honestly, successful people, or at least good successful people that like did it, um, you can kind of follow in their footsteps or like learn from them. I think that's really important to learn from people. That's like the whole point. Um, you shouldn't just say, no, screw you. I'm gonna reinvent the wheel. You you can't, I mean, I'm not saying you physically cannot, you can do anything you want uh, within reason, I think. But just saying like, screw you, I'm not gonna learn anything from you. I'm just gonna do my own thing. That's kind of being stubborn and not really learning from other people that have obviously done it. Um, so I really recommend that. I've also learned what a book is. I don't know what a book is. It's a thing. <laughs> okay, obviously I know what a book is, but like a singing book, um, specifically for singing. It's like, it's just your audition material. And you have songs in there with um, a bunch of different um, styles that you can just sing and you practice regularly, like you're in an audition and they're asking you like, hey, can you like sing a different type of song? Do you have anything different? And you're not like, oh God, no, I don't. That's why you have your book, like five or so songs, maybe more, maybe less, I don't know. Maybe that's wrong. With the sheet music and, and stuff for songs that you know, you, you pretty much know, or you can sing at least or have comfortable with it or comfortable with it. So that's good. You know, I know what a book is. I'm thinking about my book, kind of with my vocal lessons. I've been trying to sing songs every week. <laughs> And I'll get into my vocal journal right now. Um, so I can't really see myself, thank God, but started this vocal journal. It's an online one. Um, I, just looked, I just looked up journals online that you can do for free. And it's on Penzu, so P-E-N-Z-U dot com. And I just title all of mine vocal journey. <laughs> I only have like one, I only have six entries in it, but I try to not do it every day because every day is going to say the same thing because I try to practice every day. But it was um, the 12th, September 12th when I did it. I did the vocal workout, um, 10 minutes, 
um, and I did some straw exercises. Then I tried to sing seven songs each day for a week, and I was crazy. I sang I'm Breaking Down, Falsettos, Monster from Frozen, Funny Girl from Funny Girl, Hopelessly Devoted to You, Grease, and Breathe from In the Heights, I Can't Say No, Oklahoma, Watch What Happens, Newsies. That might be more than, whatever. You can count if you want. Um, I kind of just took note of like what was working, what wasn't working. I don't know these songs that well at the time. I knew, like, obviously I heard them, but like, this isn't like Define Gravity or The Wizard and I, where you just sing it, you know, every day or, or like, you know. Uh, I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. Just, <laughs> these isn't songs that I, I would like put on and be like, yeah, not really. Like, but now they kind of are. Um, these are kind of mainly my audition songs and I don't want to overplay my audition songs or else I'll hate it. And I did kind of do it with Oklahoma. I can't, I can't say no. Um, <laughs> I overplayed it too many times and I don't really know how I feel about the song. Um, but I kind of just said I need to work on holding my note, need to work on breathing at the right time. I need to just, the back and forth between singing and talking is very hard, kind of like a patter song is when it's like a sing, singing type song. I think that's what a pattern, pattern, Oh God, I said it right, but now I think I just said it wrong. Whatever I just said before that, <laughs> that was right. Um, yeah, then I kind of just took some more notes, but that's not important. And then I did say that I, what days I skipped because I was doing homework and whatever. And I kind of just said, um, what's funny is that for breathe in the heights, I said, wow, I need to do that. <laughs> I need to actually do that, breathe. Um, so yeah, <laughs> but you can kind of see like in two days time, watch what happened from Newsies, I got the timing better, but I'm, um, I can keep up now. I just need to hit the notes, which is great. Um, so I would recommend really having a vocal journal. I'll go through a couple more of mine. And then for um, a day, I only did 10 minutes of, of um, just looking up of Jacob's Vocal Academy, the 10 minute warm up, and then the straw exercise. That was it, that's all I did. And I didn't feel bad about it. I honestly felt like that was fine. Um, and on a couple of days later, I, I missed two days and I didn't feel that bad. Cause um, I mean, I did have homework. I mean, I'm in college, you can't really, you know but I didn't, I didn't like say, oh gosh, you know but I took a lot more notes about um, I also started singing when he sees me cause I was practicing that for my, from the lesson cause that was a song I really like. Um, and I tried it with the karaoke version. So normally I don't sing an acapella. I try to sing all these songs with the karaoke version. And that's very scary for me because I don't really like singing that much. So that was spooky scary. Um, but I did and I, I got more confidence with it. And so the 12th when I started singing like these songs, six days later, I didn't feel that scared to do it with karaoke. I think that's great improvement, honestly. Because um, karaoke really scares me a lot, and haven't been, haven't done it like ever really, once, twice my whole life. I'm 18, almost 19, twice in my life, crazy. Then I started like taking note, and I and for like, I mean, obviously taking a bunch of notes. Um, yeah, so just kind of just saying what songs I sang and how I feel about them, and I'm almost done with this. It's really just singing, like just putting how much time you spent and how many times you sing the song and how you feel and kind of just, I tried to go for longer. I'm gonna only do like half an hour max of like practicing only the seven songs once and that's it. About three minutes each, a little bit longer than that. So about 30 minutes. Then I tried to sing like all of them as warm up. 
just I mean, do the do the ten minute, do the straw exercise, and then sing all of the songs, kind of the warm up, and then sing the song I'm working on for the vocal lesson. Vocal, yeah, vocal lesson five or six song times after that. Try and like improve my vocal endurance. That's what's going to be. That's what's called. That was really interesting. My voice really got shot for like two days. Not not like shot, but just it, you. I noticed the difference. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I even took note and I didn't do anything. I only did the star exercise this Monday. Um, and the lyricizes, lyricizes is just this little song that you sing just to improve your voice. Um, so I had the first lesson with like a different vocal coach, which was like the monthly that we have. Um, and <laughs> that's where I learned about, I talk a lot with my air, I need, I need more chest in my voice. And um, a thing that's interesting is try to put your tongue down, because like when we sing, the tongue's kind of in the way. So just put the tongue like you're at the doctor's office and you have to go like, ah. See, oops, sorry, let me be a little gross to make sure on camera, but um, it's kind of hard <laughs> to do. So I've been trying to practice that at least like today, yesterday and the day before, practice that a little bit. Um, <clears throat> um, I misspelled something, let me just fix that real quick. There we go. Um, yeah. So what's also interesting is that you need to sound bad to get good. And that's a really big thing that I'm learning and it's really true. I thought just, I suck, you know? So, um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's really interesting about this. And then what I did yesterday was just said, um, I did 10 minutes of the straw and 10 minutes of the lyricizes and I sang during the past five times. So I'm more confident with that. It was really great. Um, that's kind of just mainly about not everything I learned, obviously, but um, it's, it's a lot of what I, I learned. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to just look at my notes, sorry. Um, so I have two of these. I went, this is this is my last one. Um, it's the same, same color, same whatever. I just take notes for random stuff and whatever the heck else. Um, so yeah, anything else I really learned? Oh, I mean, like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm trying to give really good, some free tips that I got, but like obviously. Uh-huh, so what's another thing is that um, if you feel, if like um, your commitment is like kind of flaky or whatever, like kind of like mine, I practice every day. I mean, I do this draw exercise probably like five or six times a week, which is crazy, like I don't, what? How am I doing that? Um, but I honestly start off small. What I tried to do was I put like a, a note, um, like a post-it note on the side of my thing that says, hey, straw exercise. I change point to my face. I did that first three days, just looked at that and was like, oh, okay, yeah. Also, it's cool about being online, being on home and online so you can mute and do the straw exercise. You just, people can just think you're drinking, like water, you know. I'm not gonna do it now. Um, I just never just did it throughout, and I did. Oh, look, I did it in an hour and a half with my podcast. Um, yeah, um, that's kind of it. I mean, just a couple shout outs about musicals I've been keep on hearing a lot is 
Glory Days. <laughs> Glory Days, 35 millimeter. I really like that one. Um, that's it. Maybe next week I'll give you more. <laughs> but those are really good. I really like those. And those are good for audition songs and, and whatever the heck. Um, else, I want to shout out to what I kind of talked about at the beginning. To the Waterman. Woo, love her. <laughs> like her. Um, she, she's great. Um, she did a write out loud thing, I think in 2018, 2019. Oh, God, I don't know. I'm, this is, time, time isn't real. But she did um, five songs. One of them is called Little Miss Perfect. I love that one. Love all of them. I also love Demarius Cope's um, Don't Trust Her and Erica Henningston's Android Ashley. And the other two, I'm sorry, I don't like those as much. I think one's called Brave. Um, oh gosh, I don't know the other one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know, but I mainly listen to Little Miss Perfect and Don't Trust Her and Android Ashley sometimes. It, sometimes it's good. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, what's also, check them out. Check out Little Miss Perfect a lot. I mean, it's really popular now, but I mean, not to brag or anything, but I was like, I saw it when it first came out, like within like two minutes, probably even less. I mean, I was like really obsessed with Mean Girls at the time and I still kind of am, but I'm not like, have the notifications on or always on my phone that much, or I try to not be that much. I was on my phone less then, but like more of it was just spent on Broadway stuff. Like 80% of it was from Broadway stuff. Now it's more like responding to people. <laughs> um, yeah, so check out that, it's really good. Um, Another thing is that my idea of what my voice is changes. I think in the beginning, I kind of said in middle, where I said I, was, I thought I was an alto, I'm actually a soprano, and my vocal tendency, it's like kind of like a thing that, like a thing you should change or like just kind of like what you, what you tend to do, <laughs> tendency. I thought I had, a, I had no chest, no chest voice. Then I thought I was a flip voice, like just going from head to chest and not no real mix. Um, if you don't know what this means, it's okay, I barely do. Um, but I actually have a pulled chest, which is crazy. Those are like the three main ones, or at least three ones that I know. And I really thought, like, it was a full circle, really. So yeah, um, I hope this episode kind of helped with um, talking about like what, I, what I've been learning in my vocal journey. I mean, it's obviously not that much, only one month in, don't expect. <laughs> I hope you weren't expecting that much, but at least I'm kind of just here to kind of look back on this and be like, yo, you should do it. Straw is free. What am I saying? Oh, the straw size is really easy. Um, yeah, kind of all I have to talk about this week. Um, I tried in the beginning to kind of make it a little bit less about singing and kind of more towards the end, if you stick through it with it, just about my vocal journey and kind of what I learned. Vocal journals help, <laughs> I really do. I really think it helps, I really think it helps. Um, vocal journey journals help or vocal diary, whatever you want to call it. Um, they they really help. I think like whenever I sing a song or whatever, big, I'm like, I'm totally journal about it. It's like, it kind of sounds childish, but it really helps me get into like, this isn't, this isn't just like, this isn't nothing. This is helping me. I'm growing as a person and growing as an adult <laughs> or just a vocalist, <laughs> I would, call myself that but uh sure I'll call myself a vocalist why not kind of very loose with that term but um you know 
one of my goals. <laughs> um, I think you should have a lot of goals because, I mean, you know, you can shoot your shot with one basket and maybe it'll go in, maybe it won't. But if you have a lot of balls, a lot of, a lot of baskets, one of them's going to go in, you know. And if you get like a bitter beggar, a better beggar, <laughs> sorry, I was knocking the beggar in further on the roof. If you get a better ball, Betty bought some butter, but the butter was bitter. I hate tongue twisters, by the way, but they're good to do. Little tip. Oh gosh, tongue twisters. <laughs> and those are two words, basketball and better. If you get a better basketball or like a bigger hoop or even like a bigger backboard, like just, those are kind of just if you practice daily and if you make the time and effort, time is the hoop, effort is the backboard, shoot your shot, you can get in, you can get it in. No always, because sometimes there's some tall people blocking you or whatever, you know? But if you shoot a bunch, if you have a bunch of balls, a bunch of baskets, one of them should go in, you know? And it's good to have a lot of options. I mean, don't put all your eggs in one basket is basically what I'm trying to say. Um, I mean, hopefully it works out, but you, you never know. Usually never know. And what's funny is that um, I'm trying to be a quote unquote singer. Sure. I don't really know how I feel about that. Even with acting or writer, I don't really know how I feel about that, even though I've been doing it for a little while now. I mean, singing is the most recent thing, but acting, I've done it, did it since somewhere, kind of. I mean, there's theater, just high school theater shows, but, you know, actor. You know, and writer, I kind of started that about a year ago, maybe a little bit more. Like, fully into it a couple months ago because of quarantine, writing daily and everything. Not really sure if I would give myself those titles because as I said, I'm a student. <laughs> um, but you know, kind of one of the goals, <laughs> one of the hopes, one of the dreams um, is to write or direct or even be in a Broadway show. I know being on Broadway is like, oh, you know, or at least you look at it like that, like at the end all be all, but sometimes it doesn't have to be. Kind of what my plan was singing and, and whatever, just at least that side of it is to do theater on the side. You know, Matt Pat, the YouTuber, if you don't know, he did theater on the side. I think he did theater in college and then whatever the heck. He did like shows on the side. It's kind of my goal unless like something else takes off or I don't know. <laughs> kind of just my plan for now is to do theater on the side. Um, like I said, major in screenwriting, minor in theater, um, acting slash directing. And I think I do want to be a director. I think every film kid kind of starts off wanting to be a director. Um, We'll see if that's exactly what I become. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> um, but I think with acting and, and directing and, and writing, of course, you need to know about people and relationships and, and a bunch of other stuff. But I think especially with acting, you need sympathy and empathy. With directing, I think you need it as well, at least to understand actors and their point of view and everyone else's point of view. Same thing with writing, you need to know how people work. <laughs> you know, you can't just write a show about like, I mean, unless you write a show about robots, but it's gonna probably be played by actors at least for the next couple years. I mean, we'll see with the pandemic and everything with robots and whatever. <laughs> you kind of need to know how stuff and relationships and, and, and conflict work um, and, and whatever. So yeah, kind of the plan with singing is to just do fear on the side to hopefully eventually if I do get good, be on Broadway. And if not, I mean, that's a crazy dream. Everyone kind of has it is to maybe write or direct a Broadway show. I'm not sure which one's crazier to shoot for the stars, you know, 
but um, you don't know. Plus, I think it's just good to learn how to sing. It's kind of like a tool in your tool belt, tool belt. You know, something you can kind of whip out at parties sometimes. All right, let's go into some questions. Um, I mean, you just, you understand that I want to do everything. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> just this YouTube thing is fun. That's what I'm focusing on now. Um, all right, we got an email. Thank God, we're going to end it off with an email. All right, um, this is by Matthew Flores. Shout out to you, a.k.a. Derek, a.k.a. one of the podcast guests. Okay, tree houses, but underground. That's the subject. <laughs> Trick shots. What? What's up, you bedazzled piece of corduroy? Oh, it's a bunch of exclamation points. Maybe I should, okay. What's up, you bedazzled piece of corduroy? Am I seeing that wrong? Gosh, sorry. It's triple regret 33. That name is a reference to something and how dare you. Back at it again with some more podcast questions for you and you. When teachers include explanation points in their messages, it sounds like they're screaming at me. Now let's go on to the questions, okay? <laughs> All right, uh, number one, I know you watched the best episode of the podcast, the one featuring Derek. What is another trait of his that you highly favor? Probably his, um, nothing, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Probably the ability to like make me simultaneously mad and laugh at the same time. It's a really good trait to have. It makes me want to punch you and hug you, but probably neither because I don't really like touching people or whatever. Um, but you know, you get me triggered and laughing at the same time. So that's, thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Derek. Thank you. Thank you, Triple Grit 33. <laughs> All right, what is your favorite section of Ikea? Honestly, I've not been to Ikea like much ever. I think only like once or twice in my life. Probably the food aisle or whatever. Maybe the couches or the beds. And I don't know that it's cool. I don't know. It's looking at the appliances. I should go to Ikea more. All right, what is your final jam performance at Camp Rock? Oh, God. Mm. I was thinking about this because he told me to look at these questions before, especially the last one. Um, you know, in Lemonade Mouth, the final song that they sing before, like the final song at the end of the movie, where they they sing um, the song and they can't really sing, but the crowd sings with them. I want that to be me, because I can't sing yet, yet. Or I would say I can sing. <laughs> you know, um, maybe, maybe the song from Camp Rock too, and like Camp Rock. That would just be funny to bring it out in Camp Rock 1. And everyone's like, what the heck? Then they see it in the next Camp Rock and they're like, oh. Or the dance from that Shane does. No. Yeah. The dance that, no, he already did that then at that point. Um, maybe the dance that Selena Gomez does in another Cinderella story with the vacuum and stuff when she's cleaning. That will be fun but I bring on the vacuum and I am actually cleaning. Okay, who is your favorite character from Cats 2019 and what is Skimbleshanks? What is it, Skimbleshanks? 
why is it skimble shanks? I think that's what you meant. Um, but I would have to disagree. Mine isn't, yeah, mine's skimble shanks. Or I like all of them. <laughs> Maybe not Jenny Annie Dots or Mustaver Jones, really, but Loki, I like Victoria a lot more than people. Oh, Judy Dench. <laughs> Judy Dench. <laughs> that monologue to the camera. She's cats. I don't know what her monologue is, but I don't want to get sued either. Oh God, Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> Skimbleshanks is honestly iconic. Um, and also Robbie Fairchild's character. Oh my God, Mr. Misopheles. I love all of them. Who's Taylor's character? Oh God, I already forgot. Um, oh, Bomb Ballerina, boom. I think it's iconic. Like how she was in it for like one or two songs or maybe just that one song and she must've got a lot of money from that, I hope. I hope so, but also, I don't know. <laughs> okay, this is the last question. The most anticipated question of the night. If Teen Beach Movie became a Broadway musical, who would you cast in the show? And I think it could become a Broadway musical. I think we're living at a time where a bunch of old movies are now shows, like Beetlejuice, Mean Girls, Frozen, Aladdin. I mean, like, you know. A lot of stuff. All right, so I wrote it down. I thought about it five minutes before I started recording, or maybe it was like, I don't know. All right. <laughs> if you know musical theater, you'll get some of these people. George Salazar would just somehow be in it. I don't, want, I don't want to cast him. He would just somehow be in it, or maybe make a cameo or something. I don't know. Um, maybe the guy who, like, I don't know. I don't know his name. But not Sea Cat, the other one, the, the the blonde one with the hair. I don't really know his name, I'm so sorry. All right, um, so another thing I gotta address before I do this, Jordan Fisher, he's in the movie, movies. But like, I hope, I don't hope he would be in it, and that sounds weird. I hope if he's in it, in it, I hope he's not Sea Cat, even though he did do a good job with Sea Cat. I just wouldn't cast him, because I feel like he moved on, you know. I don't know, but I would cast him if, if people would like, force me to. I would say, yeah, okay, Brady. But like, I don't want to cast him, so I'm not gonna cast him. I think he could do better. Like, you know, he, it's in his past. You know, he was younger when he did that. I think he could do something else. Not to say that everyone else that I cast now is, is um, should, I think they, I think Team Pooh is great, but I think he, he already did it it's in the past. So, all right, um, I think Ariana Debose should just be in it. I don't know what she would do. Maybe giggles. That'll be funny for her. She could do it. Um, I don't know. I just really hope maybe she maybe she could be Mac or Layla. I don't know. I don't know. She could, I, I feel like I feel like the same thing with like George Salazar and Jordan Fisher. I mean, she's in the prom already. She was in Hamilton, if you don't know. Um, she's just she could be in it, but like I kind of wish that her career just goes from like you know, just shoots skyrockets to this guy not saying everyone else i hope i don't hope that but i mean Ariana DeBose needs to get more credit in this life you know all right okay who do i think actually i'm gonna actually cast people you know all right so, okay i see cat because i kind of mentioned jordan fisher demarius copes i think his career is skyrocketing is sky okay i think he was he was in he's in um i think he's in i think i think he's in the new 
West Side Story. I could be wrong. I know Ben Tyler Cook is in it. Oh my God, Ben Tyler Cook could also be what I said George Salazar, the guy with the blonde hair. He could be in it. Um, but Demarius Cope's also in the new, new Dear Evan Hansen movie. And he's in Mean Girls too, Demarius Cope's. He was in Newsies, I mean, yeah. He could be BC Cat, why not? Come to guess, guess, cast the main four. All right, oh, actually, hold on. You know the evil guy, Kevin Chamberlain from Jesse? I think he should still be the evil guy. Sorry, this is like annoying me. I keep leaning back and then that's kind of going out there. Okay, all right, um, all right, for the four. Isaac Cole Powell should be Brady. I don't think I really need to explain this one. Um, she just seems like a Brady to me. Christina Owl, but uh, I don't know her name. I feel so bad. Like, I stay in her like a lot. I follow her. She's Gretchen Wieners, Mean Girls. Um, I'm just so bad at names. Sorry, Christina. <laughs> I think she should be Layla. Should be a great Layla. Um, Will Davis as Tanner. I don't really know Will Davis. I was just looking up Broadway actors, and I think he'll be a great Tanner. Okay, this one's basic. Okay, this last one's basic. Laura Os Osnes. Oh my God, I can't say anyone's name today. I'm so sorry. My name is Athena Rethis. It's not. See, but I can't even smell her name. I think she'll be Mac. She Maybe she might be, not to say that she's too old, but I think you really need someone like really well-known to play Mac. Not to say there doesn't have to be, I'm just saying, for Teen Beach, I feel like a Teen Beach movie, Teen Beach the musical, Teen Beach movie the musical, that'd be crazy, huh? I think that wouldn't last that long. I'm saying if you write it or I write it, I want to prove that wrong. But I'm just saying, how many people would think worldwide have seen Teen Beach movie? How many people do you think would come back? I think as Teen Beach now, like now, would I fly to New York to see it? Maybe, but I think it needs more time, kind of like Mean Girls. Like if Mean Girls the musical came out like in five years of when the movie came out, I think it just, I think I think it just needs more time. Really needs more time. It needs to be updated for the next generation. You know, it's already a Gen Z thing. Make it a Gen Alpha or whatever the heck. Um, all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I hope that makes sense. I don't want to offend anybody. Cause um Maybe these be my coworkers or like my actors or whatever, you know, I don't know. But I look up to those people. They're my role models right now. I don't want to offend any of them. Um, and just to say, yeah, I didn't cast anyone really from Mean Girls that much. I mean, I didn't cast two of them, but um, I didn't cast the people that you think I was going to cast, probably like Taylor Lauderman or Eric Henningsen or Kate Rockwell. I didn't think I'll do it. I just wanted to go a little bit more outside of the box from what I was talking about today. All right, I'm gonna wrap up this podcast. All right, um, last thing from Matthew, his quote. <laughs> just remember, if everyone's a star, then nobody is. And that's how Sue sees it. Hugh Dog Swizzle. Thank you, Hugh, AKA Matthew, AKA Derek. Um, if you don't know that quote by Sue Sylvester from Glee. <laughs> Glee's a mess. I don't want to really talk about Glee. Maybe not on this podcast. Maybe with the podcast. Different podcasts that maybe me and Matthew might start if we decide to do it. <laughs> I just think Glee's too political for here. And you know me, I don't talk about politics. Unless they're in my dream. So if I dream about Glee, go hear about it. All right, this has been fun. Um, I hope um, everyone listening to this kind of learned a little bit. 
or you hated it, or I don't know, tell me your thoughts. I hope you hated it. I just hope you feel something. Or if you don't, then you don't. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know how to end podcasts. I barely know how to do it. Okay, that's what I'm learning. I I should learn. All right, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, Sorry, it's kind of awkward just me by myself. I um, need to work on being by myself a lot more. I was recording and staring at my face for an hour and eight minutes. Um, Yeah, so bye. Have a good day. Bye.